that's all right. Fantastic. I've been waiting. Maybe I'll talk about that just because I need to. Well, maybe don't do the big mouth because because I don't want any spoilers on Maniac. That's fair. I want to watch that. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. All right, okay. cool. All right, well, uh, welcome to Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. How you doing, Nate? It's Friday afternoon. I'm, uh, it's, it feels like it's Friday <laughs> afternoon. It's one of those weeks. Uh, I launched an IDW Kickstarter this week, so that takes a lot of energy out of you. Um, this is funny, and I, I'd love to get together with a lot of other Kickstarter managers. I'd love for us all to weigh ourselves on day one and weigh ourselves on day 30 when it closes because <laughs> um, I know some people stress eat and mm-hmm. I know some people like myself stress don't sleep and, and abuse ourselves in different ways sure but I want to see an interesting graph so if you're a Kickstarter creator and you're interested in my science uh, please reach out okay how you doing uh, I'm doing alright you know it's uh, it's been a week uh, I've been trying to work a lot in these last couple of days to get a prototype up and running for uh, my game group tonight. This is for a game I'm doing for another company. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this one or not. Um, it's a it's a tower defense game. Oh. It's a board game. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. given a, a game that already existed as a kind mm-hmm. of a tower defense from a company at Gen Con, and they weren't super pleased with how the game ended up uh, turning out. Okay. So they said, you know, just take the very bare bones concept of this and make whatever you want, which is very similar to what I just did for an IDW project. Right. Yeah. Um, which, again, I think I'm down. I like I like those kinds of jobs. Yeah, I think right? this is your niche. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, here's something that wasn't as good as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Give us your take on it. Right. And I, I've had a lot of fun kind of coming up with a, a different yeah. way. So before it was a game where it was as soon as you let a creature through, like the game's over for you and the rest of the players keep playing. Oh, no. And it was very take good. that also. Yeah. So it was like, oh, oh so one person could be out in the first five minutes and then the other three could play for another 45 minutes. That is not in vogue right now. Yeah. So, no. so I, I turned it into a game that has a preset number of rounds and when you let a monster through, it just gives costs you points rather Perfect. than gains you points. So it's yeah, just, waves. Know, That's, exactly. I used to be pretty addicted. I, and this will, this kind of Session will probably make me download a tower defense game on my phone. But yeah, if you want a really fun one, I've been playing the okay. uh, balloon. You know the balloons games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a balloons Adventure Time one. It, I don't know if you're an Adventure Time fan. I am not. Okay, because it's it's pretty darn cool. Okay. Well, Bloons Tower right. Defense Six came out a few months ago, also, which okay. is is also. I mean, pretty stellar. Well, actually, if I'm nerdy enough, I'm writing down a note to myself to download. I've been playing too much Star Wars, John. I just broke the 400 Star Club. There's 10 of us. Ooh. J.R. Honeycutt is in there. I had to send him a message, and we talked about it. <laughs> we talked about this week's arena meta. We've had we've had ups and downs on that game. You've been into it longer than I have. I'm I'm a top 10 ranked player in the game. Damn. You, if you play Star Realms, we have played against each other. Like that's <laughs> it's that level of I'm on there. Like I recognize names. I know how people play. Gotcha. It's bad. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So there you go. So that's what um, I've been so working on. All right. Just that sounds that cool. Uh, I, I love your changes. Um, that seems very much smarter. So I hope the company's happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think it'll be a good play test tonight, and it's mm-hmm. it's still a little bit you know of a mess right now. It's going to have a lot of tightening down, but uh, you know we're just really trying to try see how the concepts work, see how the big changes go, and nice. then from there you know you start you start yeah. wide, and then you start to get yeah. it narrow and narrow and narrow down. Take you uh, so, tack it down. Yeah. So yeah. tonight's going to probably be one of those nights where I have like five note cards full of scribbled text that when right. I look at it on Monday I go what the fuck I don't 
know what that meant. Yeah, I, <laughs> I text myself notes, and um, I drunkenly texted myself last night. I went out for a friend's 50th birthday, so... And I'm not that old, by the way. Uh, he's old. He's the <laughs> old one. Uh, but I went out, and I drunkenly just woke up to a text to myself that said, Adam Wise. Game designer Adam Wise. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm uh, so Adam. I'm looking for you. Apparently, uh, <laughs> I had an idea for you, uh, but just that, just two words, Adam Wise. And sure. I, I remember thinking you should write this out long for me. And it was like, no, you'll remember. Just, just write Adam Wise. Ooh. And then there's that nice brown out there. So we yeah, were, that that I have had a lot of notes. Like 4 a.m., you wake up from right. a dream or from yeah. and it's like, oh, I've got an idea. Yeah. Here it is. You write it down. And then, yeah, you look at it the next day. It's like, I don't, I have no idea what this means. Yeah, I write, I, I do a lot. I used to have a notepad next to the bed. I don't anymore, sadly. Um, well, that's something you with the phone. Well, yeah, but I, I like the scribbles. But yeah, I would wake up to really funny jokes that about an astronaut and psychic monkey or something. And then, like, it's just, what? Yeah. There's so. a, I think there's a whole Seinfeld episode where that happens, where Jerry's like, oh, yeah. trying to figure it out. He's going to everyone. He's like, does. Do these words make any any sense to you? Does this mean yeah. something to you? Uh, yeah, he's like, I had the perfect joke. Yeah, and then it's gone. Yeah, that's it. There was there was also one time I woke up and uh, in, in invented a game. I was like, oh, I had this game design idea, and so I was penciling it all out mm-hmm. all morning, and was like, wow, this is really cool. Uh, I made wits and wagers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got to the end, I'm like. Oh, never mind. Uh, that uh, that already exists. I just that's, I just made a thing that I just, exists. I just made a thing that exists. So that's good. Uh, speaking of things that exist, we yep. played Council of Verona again just now. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is a good thing that we kind of do before we record. Now, we yeah. play a game of it. We can kind of give it mm-hmm. a quick. This one uh, was a lot tighter uh, than last last uh, game we played. Yeah. Uh, th- this one was kind of fun because you know at the beginning you drop cards and then you kind of have a drafting where you give right. the other player to your cards. Well, I gave you, I believe, Juliet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have Romeo, so I don't give a shit. I'll just give you Juliet. Right. Well, you gave me Romeo. Right. So that, yeah. that kind of canceled each other out. And then we poisoned each other's Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Once we put them down, which, which is also pretty funny. And thematic and fun. Yeah, yeah was, that yeah. was great. So I won uh, I won this time. Yeah. So we're one and one on uh, play, podcast plays. Yeah. Uh, and um, I didn't do as much of a gambit as I did last time. I tried a safer strategy. Last time I went with the poison gambit. Right. Um, but this time I, w- I had an information card that was going to let me check on your tokens and what you were doing at the end. And so mm-hmm. I saved that yeah. to see where to play. Yeah. And it was a smart move. I'd put, uh, I'd also put all my eggs in, in a basket of having more people on the exiles than on the council. And I played mm-hmm. that guy way too early, I think. Right. Yeah. I think because uh, then you knew uh, what to manipulate. Yeah, yeah. You knew to start putting, loading up the council instead of the exiles. And so yeah. it ended up being an even number five and five. Right. And, uh, yeah, all my, all my good tokens then went to waste. Yeah, yeah, and that's fun. So really, it just just continues to be a very pleasing, fun game. So it'll it'll probably be our podcast warm up every time, and we'll just uh, scoreboard it out. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, if you listened to last week's show and uh, you saw, uh, I did post the uh, official photo that I sent to Jacqui. Right. Right. So she has that. Um, she's. It's been two days. She has not responded. I assume she's still laughing. Uh, <laughs> but she, to be fair, she's worked with me before, so she knows that that's the kind of reference that I send. Yeah. Well, it could also be brainstorming because there's a there's a lot of wiggle room there. There's yeah, and that <laughs> and that's true. She could come back and 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 I'm I don't care. Right. I, the only thing is, let's get away from you know the balcony was used in the original. We it have was. to do something else. Right. And yeah. so I went with probably the any dummy could have drawn what I drew and, and concepted what I concept and she's better than that so if she wants to do a different thing 
I don't think we're going to stop her. Yeah, absolutely. We, we let our artists and, and designers kind of run pretty, pretty free for the most part. Absolutely. Well, that's, you know, everybody's got their own ideas. And I think that a big part of gaming or storytelling, like whatever it is, it's a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's going to bring their own thing to it. And when you stifle it and you want to be the guy who does everything, then, you know, you come up with something very different and you maybe are going to miss out on a lot of potentially really good ideas. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, we, we did some play tests of a couple of more of our games that we were, we had talked about it last week that we were right about to play creature feature and picture it some yep. more with some, uh, with a kind of a focus group. Right. And this was, these are serious guys. I mean, uh, we played with the IDW games team, Spencer and Ryan mm-hmm. and you know, Spencer's a genius at, at product and game development. And Ryan is like a national champion of game of uh, game of Thrones, the card game right. and, and really excellent at detail and development. Yeah, so these were two two of the best guys that we could have sat down and kind of gotten some feedback from. Sure. Uh, And I think the best news that we got was that they had a blast with both games. Right, right. Everybody had a good time. There was as much laughter as we had anticipated. Yeah. Nothing fell flat. Right. Um, And we ironed out, I think, quite a few things. We we bounced back and forth another time on the uh, color versus black and white for creature feature. <laughs> we are just desperately dying on this hill, and I and we've talked with we did message Eric after this, so he knows. And right. um, we're we're working maybe toward a, a tonal situation. Yeah, because what we did for this playtest, you know, I just basically went on uh, Google Images, I went on DeviantArt, and then I went on the subreddit Imaginary Aliens, and I found cool, weird-looking aliens printed yeah. out on cards, and that's what we played with. Right. Um, and some of them were just totally black and white sketches, mm-hmm. some of them mm-hmm. were fully colored, and uh, some of them were a, a little bit in between. And we found that, you know, when we were just going black and white, it was difficult to get a sense of perspective of, right. like, what, what's where? How far is this coming down? Uh-huh. How, how down is this hanging? Uh, <laughs> hang, hang down became a meta, yes. uh, which is going to happen in this game. Your group is going to start asking the same questions, and someone will ask something ridiculous, and it will it will stick. And yes. or someone will describe which I did, which was a, a guy's tail as a hang down, and uh, <laughs> then that became a, 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 a recurring joke. And so this game's ripe for that. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. So so we found that the black and white lacked perspective, but the full color was too much visual sort of stimulation. It was Correct. hard to understand yeah. the details and remember things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Ryan, I think, had the one that was very colorful, and he kept saying, uh, and it was red. Oh, no, yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, he kept wanting to focus in on the colors when that was something that was totally irrelevant to the game at right. that point. So what we're looking into doing is maybe something kind of duo shade, two-tone, where you have a base color for a creature, right. and then you've got some shading, some highlights, and maybe just a couple of little pop features yeah. um, that, that re- accentuates it. And and I like that too because it feels more on brand with a sketch art thing. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's the thing. Uh, it feels like what a sketch artist would draw. But but yeah, that, it, it went over. I mean, we had great laughs. The scoring was tight. We were, uh, I believe, first through fourth. We were, it was like 16, 15, 14, 13. Yeah. Uh, we're using a simplified scoring method. Eric has a more in-depth one. Yeah, um, and we may end up having both in the game. I think the, right. the way that Eric has it is more of a cooperative experience. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play the game more friendly and more just you know we're, we're just sitting down to right. all collaborate to come up with the best alien sure um, piecemeal then yeah. that's what it is because that will give you you know you'll get somebody will get points for the best feet right. somebody will get points for the best tail um, and then we had it where it was a, um, kind of a faster paced very sim- yeah very simplified version 
where it is the person who the uh, describer says right. that they felt gave the best description, mm -hmm. they get a point no matter what. And then we reveal everybody's drawings, and if you re re reveal the actual alien, right, right? You reveal the actual alien, and if the group consensus was that that person did not, in fact, give the best drawing, then instead of the um, announcer getting a point, mm -hmm. the person who everybody voted as the best drawer gets another point. So yeah. two points are going to be rounded, uh, awarded each round, right. regardless. Yeah, uh, and we we found that that was a, a quick way to keep the game moving. I yes, guess. and it incentivizes you to be a good witness. Right, puts more stress on you as the witness, and you again in this game you're looking at a card for ten. We cut it down to ten seconds. Yeah, and then you don't get to see it again for the next two minutes. As you, as so, I was stuck in a position where I was like, the the guy has only two two limbs and their legs with their arms and their arm legs and they stick to the ground, and then he has a gun. And Ryan wait, very wait, yeah, which way did the gun go? Yeah, I, no, Ryan was like, how's he holding it? And I just. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. like, no clue. <laughs> Which led to some great drawings. But it, it's a very social media friendly game. It's going to go over well. And then um, we played Picture It from Rocco. Right, right. And I mean, that game is, I, I don't know that I have any notes on that game. It's rare that I get a net game that comes in with yeah, me not wanting to note anything. That game's pretty much fully baked at this point. Um, yeah. The only thing that we wanted to say for simplicity's sake and for keeping track of it is because there is this kind of frantic level of people are guessing constantly and you're trying to sort of point at the people who guessed it right oh uh, that's um, right the person who is the the sort of announcer in that one the person who was the drawer at that time they take hold of the scorecard and they're updating Tally, the score yeah, because otherwise it gets, yeah. Yeah, it gets a little convoluted for the for just somebody who's guessing to also be keeping score. Right. Yeah. Um, that, so we're just yeah. passing that around as we go, and that was really the only note we had. We thought the game was a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we kept it at forty five seconds per round, which is great. Point, which, I thought that was perfect. Yeah, it was the yeah. perfect amount of time. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for both of these games. Yeah. Yeah. So picture it is a game where there's a grid of words, mm -hmm. and you have to draw. You have a much like a codename style uh, card in front of you telling you which words you have to draw that round. Right. The twist is that there is a uh, modifier to how you can draw. Right. And so we drew one round when you were touching the paper, you couldn't have your eyes open. Yep. And you're drawing multiple things, which makes it very stressful in 45 seconds. Yeah. The first round you draw two things, the second round you draw three things, and then the third round you draw four things. Right. All within 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and that one, it, two of our players couldn't complete all four drawings, and um, then you then you rapid fire guess. I, it's it's really good. It's really fun. So, yeah. So there you go. So yeah. we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, and I think just couldn't be prouder to have these in the lineup. You know, we, right now we've built a really strong opening salvo of games. And yeah. Everything's falling into place. Well, and for timelines, you know, because we have to figure out... One thing we kept juggling back and forth is which games are going to be released in what order. And that's right. a, a, a discussion we've had over and over again. Uh, obviously, Verona is going to be the next one. We've already mm -hmm. got our art in. It's, right. it's ready to go for the yep. most part. Um, and something like Creature Feature, which is going to have a ton of art. Right. Um, has to be the budget. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to have to start the art on that one pretty much as soon as we finish with Verona. Right. Um, but we're going to have a couple of games that we're probably going to put out in between that just because something like Picture It uh, has very little art requirements. Yeah. It's, a, it's design and the game is mostly, you know, words and it's, it's up to the players to do the drawing. Yep. Uh, so, you know, that one will probably come out after Verona, and then we may try to squeeze one more in, depending on how long it takes us to get the art in for Creature Feature. Yeah, I think we probably should. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. do um, uh, my, uh, oh shit, 
now I forgot the name of my own my own game. Get salty. Salty. Yeah, yeah we yeah, may yeah, do yeah. get salty. Maybe we do get salty between there as well. Too. Yeah, if we can get on a run with these, you know, friendly, fun games, then that's the niche we live in. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, if you've been following along, we've been talking highly of John's unannounced game with another studio. <laughs> and yeah. no update, John. No. You want to? I, I thought that we were going to be able to talk about it at this point. Um, still can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, got, uh, I got no updates. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So so that's that update, which is unfortunate. Um, I I have a prediction that it has to go live uh, by a certain date, which right. is like October twenty third ish. Right. So we're 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 narrowing down on that. And uh, yeah, right this away. is a game that needs to be an October game. It's, yeah. It's very heavily uh, in theme with the Halloween season. Yeah. So, you know, if it's not able to get together by then, I think probably the best decision is going to be just to wait a year um, and, you know, take some time to really get it polished and, you know, maybe start doing some play tests and posting some videos and, you know, trying to generate some uh, excitement and hype prior right. to next October yeah. and then just do it, you know, next October and then, then we'll do it then. Yeah. And we'll see. Hey, we'll guess. Yeah. We'll but I already, I already talked to you last night. I want to license it for yeah. us. Yeah. I have a very funny license. Uh, so, but hopefully that comes out cause it's just so good. Uh, in another update, I mentioned Grady Hendrix last oh, yeah. episode mm-hmm. and I said, I believe I said the words like the sky's the limits for this guy it was, it wasn't just a recommendation of that book, but it was a, a, of him overall. Right. And I said, you know, TV movies, whatever. Well, turns out, news broke. I was right. Uh, he is attached to write a project called Satanic Panic uh, about a pizza delivery girl that goes on her last run of the night and turns out to be delivering pizza to a satanic cult, which needs a virgin to sacrifice. So it's, uh, it's basically the backwards babysitter? Yeah. Uh, from Netflix? There's a, oh yeah, that movie was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, there's, a, there's a movie that's also similar to that um, by Ty West called House of the Devil. Okay, uh, and that one's really good too. But the, I think this one sounds like it's got a little bit more of a sense of humor. It's mm-hmm. going to be a little more tongue in cheek, um, and boy, it's got a great cast. It had a great cast. Yeah, it was like amazing. Was it, was it Rebecca Romaine? Yeah, I believe she'll be the lead villain uh, because the pizza girl is a kind of an unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, she's only had one role, uh, but I think Romaine will be the the lead uh, cult head probably. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But and great name. Uh, you know, I wanted to make a game called Satanic Panic. We'll talk with Grady. Maybe we, maybe we still will. Yeah. But pretty fun. So so that's all going well there. Oh, that just reminded me. Did you see the trailer for Split? That just came out? I saw the... Not Split. Sorry. It's Glass. Glass. Okay. So this is the, the Shyamalanaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not watch the trailer. It was good. It was good? Okay. I've got high hopes. You know, he's so hit or miss. It's either, right. it's either great or it's garbage. Um, yeah. This one looks like it could be great. I loved Split, and I felt like I was one of the few people who really loved Unbreakable too. So, yeah, Unbreakable was not one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Split was good, mostly carried by the performance of James McAvoy. Yep. McAvoy. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah, and and Anya Taylor Joy, she's good okay. too. Yeah, she was so, great in The Witch, and yeah. she she had a little less to do, I think, in this one. But uh, I, I'm excited. She's back in in Glass. So okay, nice. nice. And Sarah Paulson's in it. She's okay. great. There you go. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, high high hopes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, and and then Better Call Saul finale was fell flat. So there we go. Disagree. I think it was really well paced and a lot of fun. It it gave you. There's nothing left. They're out of gas. It could. It, the gas tank is on. E. It could have been a series finale could if they had closed out Nacho's storyline, mm-hmm. which he wasn't actually featured in, the, in that episode. Right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, if they had closed out his story, I think that could have been a really good series finale. I think that one of the best moments, and maybe it's one of my new favorite moments, was, was the closing moments of the episode. Um, and it was, I think, a very big parallel to one of the scenes in Bre uh, Breaking Bad, which is when he comes out and he knows that he's nailed it and he's got his license back. And um, Kim Wexler's like, oh, you know, I think you did the right thing. And he's like, yeah, I know. I totally nailed it. I, I threw all this Chuck crap out there. Right. And, he, and, you know, yeah, and, and it she reveals thought, yeah. that he, he really didn't ever care and he doesn't care. And he's, he's you know, just just self-serving and becoming a rotten guy. And it was exactly that parallel of that scene when Walter White calls up Skylar and he goes, you don't need to worry. I won. And she is horrified, hmm. right? It's the, it's, yeah. the, it's the guy who's at the absolute peak. He's at his, his crescendo. He's, on, high, he's, he's right. on the highest high and he is so triumphant. And his partner who should be happy for him is just utterly crushed by it. Right. And I thought that that was a really interesting parallel sure. and a significant scene. Um, I think that, and, and I'm going to go back to what you'd said about Mike, because Mike, you know, you said that he had, he had undone a lesson learned previously. And right. I don't think he did. Yes, he did. And here, and here's why. Before he knew that the guy was hurting people, the guy who he had had to kill and it was no half measures. Yeah. That guy was hurting people. And he said, if you're going to hurt somebody else again, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have to kill you. And he right. did. He he wanted to be Werner's friend. He was he wanted to be a good guy, and he wanted to give him every chance that he could because he wasn't a bad guy. I don't think this was a half. I think this was the exactly him being no half measures. When uh, Gus says, "You know, I'm going to send someone," you hold him there, and he goes, "No, I'll do it." That's him saying well, no half measures. That's him saying, "Okay." I'm going to go the whole way and I'm going to do what I have to do to be able to close this out at the end of the day. I think that that was his no half measures. That was, that was his, he who, you know, issues the ruling does the, does the deed essentially, you know, yeah, the, the mean, stark law of be your own executioner. Sure. Sure. He had uh, some Ned Stark in him. Yeah. He, he Ned Starked it there. And that was a nice scene saying, I'm going to take a walk and look at the stars. That right. was all beautifully framed, but right. still Which also drew a parallel to Mike's death. Right, and Mike just says, "Can you just me, shut up and let me die?" And yeah. he wants to just stare out at the lake. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. I think it was an interesting parallel sure. that they drew there. I think that they've continually done really interesting, subtle parallels yeah. between the two shows. Yeah, they do a good job on that. But they gave us nothing to worry about with future Saul, who has been. They gave us a great story thread of, "Oh shit, he had to go to the doctor, and there could be DNA, there could be blood, there could be this." Right. They didn't touch. There's no. So we don't. So. I mean, the story ends with how does this Cinnabon worker end? Like, where does he end up? And they yeah. gave us nothing to sit on. They've given me nothing to go, oh man, I really, I'm waiting for season five. They gave me no, no there are no threads that I am looking to tie together. Like, nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll give, I mean, I'll give you that. We're, we're going to watch Kim finally leave. Yes. Which has been obvious from Git, but now it's been, the, the air of that balloon has been sucked out because... Uh, She's now un been unveiled to the monster so thoroughly that, you know, it, now her leaving, the impact is so much less because sure. Jimmy got what he wants before she left. He, he got it from her by her telling her, him the advice and now she's seen it. So it's, you know, it's all the, the air is sucked out of all the suspense and, and I... I just need to care about things to keep going. I, I'm willing to quit a show. Yeah. You know, I think that um, if they're smart, they'll end it at the next season. Yeah, definitely. It's got no more. I think it's, it's only got, got one more. left. Um, I think also 
we don't we don't need a whole nother season of Mike finding another minor to no and, no and finish this no this yeah lab. Um, I don't need Gail sing, learning a new song over no. the over the break uh, uh, that was I, cute once seeing him again was cute like I don't think yeah I don't think that the Gail scene served a ton of purpose no in not this at all finale it was no. it was a little bit I don't know out of was, place I think it was here's Gail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it felt a little fan servicey, uh, but I think overall, you know, it hit the it hit the notes it needed to, and I think that for being an episode, it was it was the longest runtime of any episode in the Saul or Breaking Bad universe, hmm. and it didn't feel like it to me. It oh felt yeah, like I didn't it, even know that. It yeah, moved right along the whole sure. way. Uh, I think they're trying to set up more with the what's his name, Lalo. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's that I think is going to be one of the main. Uh, storylines for Mike next season is tracking right. down this guy and, and yeah trying big to, time because Gus can't have him around but he's still I I think in Breaking Bad they only reference him um, mm-hmm. and I, I mean which makes me think that he lives hmm. makes me think he okay. survives yeah but yeah they planted him there to, to give Mike a foil mm-hmm. definitely so alright well we continue to disagree there yeah uh, but uh, let's go to what, what good things well at least in your opinion maybe yeah. I haven't heard your thing well yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll talk about yeah my thing for this week I've been watching the new season of Big Mouth uh, which you know, I, I get this too sometimes from people. Is Nick Kroll is a fairly polarizing guy. I wasn't a big fan of the Nick Kroll show, mm-hmm. uh, but I did like his character on the League. Um, and so this very is, much so Ruxton. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good friend of mine. I uh, the first night I met him, we were at a poker game, and I just called him Ruxton the whole time because <laughs> he looked enough like Kroll. And then by the end, he was just taking it. <laughs> well, this show is create co-created by Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. And Excellent. it's also got Jenny Slate in there. It's got Jason Manzukis, Fred Armisen, Maya Rudolph. I mean, it's got an unbelievable cast. Uh, Jordan Peele as the ghost of Duke Ellington. Yeah. Um, it is so funny. It's so good. And it does this, the, it walks this kind of tightrope that I, it shouldn't be such a, a, an accessible show because of what it's about and what it is. But it somehow manages to do it, which is that it manages to be the most informative, like scientifically and relatably informative show about going through puberty. That's hilarious. Where it almost seems like it's made for kids to be like, hey kids, this is what like your body's going through. And it seems like something that should be aired in a health class, except for the fact that it's fucking filthy. That's so funny. You've got, I mean, you've got Jason Manzukis' character. They're all kids, but he's, he's having an affair with a pillow that he's been fucking sure. um, there's there's so much kind of gross out humor there's so much stuff that is like I, very adult humor all wrapped up in the context of like there's a whole episode where it's like well uh, my, my mom says that uh, Planned Parenthood is just an abortion factor like well no it actually does many things and there's a whole episode that tells you all the things that Planned Parenthood wow. does crazy and you're like wow I learned something today and you like you learn stuff or, or or you relearn things like if I were a teenager I'd be like this is really good information like I'm learning things or if you've been through these you know things anyone who's yeah. an adult there's all these things where it's like oh man I remember this and I wasn't taught this I had to learn this kind of like the hard way but yeah. you're watching these characters have these so raw and relatable pubescent experiences that nice. you have and it handles it so maturely, but then it throws out these crazy, gross-out, silly jokes. 
And so it kind of manages to, to very, very narrowly thread this very serious storyline with being just the silliest, goofiest thing uh, around. Nice. I, I just love it. Uh, season okay. two has, has maintained, if not elevated, the storyline. Uh, and, and really, it's, it's just fantastic. I'm, I'm all in. That's great. That's great. So this this reminds me of a funny thing, but I want to ask you first. Sure. Uh, did you have the birds and bees sex talk with your parents? Not really. Did they say anything? Uh, not really. Yeah. Okay. Not really. So yeah. So we grew up in some waspy households. I don't think that happens. So um, my sex talk was uh, I opened the door to my room one morning, and there was a like your body and you illustrated book outside the door. Oh boy. And so uh, it talked you through, all, you know, boys and this and girls and that. And it had a, an illustration of, uh, very cartoony, but of the, you know, some men are circumcised and some men are not. The diagramming was very unclear, John. <laughs> I lived a large portion of years thinking I was one thing when I was the other. You're, oh, you're like Patrick Stewart. You not heard this story? No. Uh, Patrick Stewart was with his second wife. Nice. And... Uh, and somehow the conversation came up and he goes, yeah, well, I'm circumcised. She goes, no, you're not. <laughs> he goes, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, I am. She goes, no, oh, sweetie, no, you're not. This is his second wife. That's amazing. He goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, yeah, man, you're not circumcised. He, he was like in his 40s. Nice. By the, by the time he realized that he was uncircumcised. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I probably went four years thinking I... Wait, no, I thought the opposite. I thought I was uncircumcised, and I, I am circumcised. Like, if everyone at home wanted to know the conclusion of that, for sure. But it's because of the drawing, John. It's They drew, Uh-oh. and I'm going to skip it. Drawing visual. Gonna post. They drew it like one was like this. Okay. And one was like this. We're getting some creature then, feature so, hangdowns. Yeah, we're getting some, I'm drawing some hangdowns right now. So, so what so, you've drawn for me is, is the difference between what looks like a beet and <laughs> what looks like a carrot. Yes, yeah. So there's there's more um, on the bottom of the beat. There's yeah. there's a, a, a protrusion sure. that is lacking from the other drawing. Sure. And the description of the circumcision when you're reading and you're like 11 and you're reading this and trying to understand science and what they say is they're cutting off a quarter inch of skin. Well, I submit to the jury <laughs> that if you were to take these two drawings, the bulb and the non-bulb, the narrow the the, the narrow taper hang down, sure. one would assume the quarter inch you cut off is the bulb. and so that would make this circumcised that would make this uncircumcised i i see where you're coming from yeah uh you were incorrect i was incorrect and for many years (laughs) i don't i do not know how i found out uh the truth but i know the that was my sex talk was this stupid book and it was a bad sex talk i guess so well well we're gonna have to post this picture on the uh on the show notes, just like we did for the yeah. Council of Verona. Right. Perfect. I'll send. I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, and even yeah, you can see where I've drawn a line where I assumed the yeah. uh, the the <laughs> operation would have happened. So oh boy, doing great. So yeah, good. Big mouth. I yeah. uh, I love Kroll. I, I loved the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a terrible show uh, yeah. of terrible people. Well, and we both love Jason Manzukis. 
And What's he, up, jerks? And he right. has a lot. Oh, that was a good one. I'm working on it. Yeah, he has a sure. lot bigger role in the second season. Okay. So Great. if you if you like Jason Manzoukas, he gets a lot to do. He gets a lot to play around in the second season. He's, okay. He's fun. Nice, nice. What, okay. So what's your thing this week? Uh, you know, I've been on a reading kick. Okay. Um, and I can't handle much horror or stress. Uh, so I read, you know, did We Sold Our Souls, which is a, just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just needed some light, just fluff. You know, and so I found that Tom Hanks, America's sweetheart, he's also an excellent writer. Yeah, of course he is. Oh boy, of course he is. So he had a, a collection. It's a collection of stories. It's short stories, which is great because you just you know finish one a night and you're good and yep. you feel you feel happier and remember Forrest Gump and you remember other Tom Hanks vehicles. Sure, big. Oh, uh, big. But, Although it, I will say I watched it with Delaney not too long ago. It has not stood the test of time so well. Problematic, yeah. There's some, yeah, there's yeah. some real... Uh, we could actually te- probably tear down Tom Hanks pretty heavily because you could go uh, big, problematic. It's, it's There's just some statutory stuff in there yeah, that's yeah. just not... It doesn't, right, right, it doesn't right. age well. But, uh, bosom Buddies. Yeah. Uh, tran- transphobic. Yeah. Uh, Force Gun. Oh. Probably shouldn't play... Play in a... Play in a, play in a... I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm going to maybe... I'm going to maybe push back on Forrest Gump okay every time I've seen Forrest Gump I've loved it more than the last time I've watched Forrest Gump okay I'm I'm gonna that's when I'm retired I'm retired from I've watched it I love it I'm gonna stay retired and love it but anyway Uncommon Type some stories okay just a lovely a lovely little book excellent and uh and just it doesn't always have to be heavy and it doesn't always have to be hard and the world's giving you enough and then I you know work gives you enough and all that so you just sit down with your buddy Tom Hanks and you read a story that starts in Christmas Eve, nineteen fifty-three. Oh boy! And you just make America great again in your mind, and you just <laughs> very intentional there. Uh, set myself up uh, and nailed it. Uh, but no, seriously, that's the title of the story: is Christmas Eve, nineteen fifty-three. Okay. Just a, it's about Virgil Buell, who didn't close the shop early until dinner time. You know, I mean, it's it's folksy. It's great. Uh, you know, Tom Hanks, 2020. I'm all in. Let's go. Whatever, whatever we need to do. Uh, he's America's dad. He's America's dad. He's he's like your cool, like he's like your friend's dad. Because yeah. your dad, you see his faults, but like your friend's dad on the block. Yeah. Like he's like your friend's dad on the block that has like the cool birthday party. You know. Yeah. Doesn't get a creepy magician. He just like lets the kids play with foam swords and barbecues perfect burgers. So there was a there was a word that I just he, t- dis- he teaches at like the school but not the school you go to right and everybody everybody like loves being in his class and you hear about it but you don't get in his class sure yeah. sure I, I, he throws I, the best Christmas parties uh, okay he has he has the whole neighborhood over he makes he has a uh, like a, a eggnog recipe I hear you yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, uh, so at the at Halloween he has the best haunted house and uh, he um, like he knows though like when the kid gets too scared and he knows when to break and to shepherd them out <laughs> you know like that got it so uh... so he gets on Fourth Fourth of July he gets the sparklers uh, that are safe and all the kids can play with and he knows which and then the secret the big kids like when you get to that age when you know like Mr. Hanks is gonna let you he lets you light off one of the boxes and they're still safe they're still safe he doesn't get the illegal stuff from Nevada but you feel like you're part of this club now he's let you graduate into that you're like and you get to table you yeah you get to yeah exactly exactly great 
Well, anyways, there is a word that I just recently learned. Oh, that John I've is already... waiting to see if I can do it again. I ran out. I ran out. That I've, I've already forgotten what the word is, but I remember what it means. It's when someone's name is reflective of a thing they do. So, for instance, Anthony Weiner had uh, sex scandals. Yeah, right. Nice. Um, so, I can't remember what the word is. It's like epi- epitinius or something like that. Nice. I love uh, this. I feel like Tom Hanks is one of those because if you take his first initial and his last name yeah. you just get thanks 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 and i feel like that's what i feel like yeah. every time i see him i'm like yeah. thanks for being in my day that's right thanks for yeah. being a part of my life he's the cool days. chaperone on the on the <laughs> high school field trip you know like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He, he lets the kids go a little bit have a good right. time just but, a little bit yeah. like yeah like you you touch a statue that you're not supposed to touch and he's like that's cool that's cool but yeah. don't touch the painting right okay hey hey we touched the statue we learned our lesson don't touch the paintings kids yeah you know? and you and you resonate with that every kid has to learn their valuable yeah. lesson yeah, yeah, right, right. When you're in a fight with your dad, he gives you advice, you know? Like, you go to him, and he's like, he, like, makes you love your parents again, because he's like, they're just, they're humans too, man. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, you know? But sure. he is. But he really, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of is. Yeah. All right, well... You got anything else? No. Uh, uh, you done? Yeah, that's it. All yeah, right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we got for today. So we're running a little little short, but that's okay. Okay. We've been doing like an episode a week. Normally we go every other week. Yeah, so we right, have more right. to talk about. Yeah. But uh, I really wanted to get my PlayStation back from you because Delaney really badly wants to finish playing Bioshock Infinite. So. Which is fun. one of my favorite games. So yeah. I can't falter for that. And sorry, Delaney, for delaying you. No, I finished Spider-Man Homecoming. It was excellent. Uh, lived up to everything. Right. Uh, except when Mary Jane wanted to investigate something. <laughs> Got a little tired there. But it drove the story. Those scenes were so important to the story, and they laid yeah. it out in a way they did. So the it was all... questions were important. Uh, yeah. I think it was a little silly when all of a sudden they're like, we need a new mechanic. I know. Miles is a hacker now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And spoiler alert, Miles is in the game. Yeah. Uh, and But what a wonderful... Oh, God, he had a great arc. They did a post-credit... John, they did a post-credit scene. They sure did. It oh, is, boy. Honestly, it's my, it's my favorite Spider-Man story of uh-huh. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Some deep, deep emotional stuff. So really good. Uh, but yeah, Delaney, enjoy Bioshock Infinite because yeah. that is a great game. It sure is. And, yeah. then, uh, and then at the end of the month, we're, we're going to be going all in on Red Dead. Red uh, Dead yeah, I know. Too. Yeah, that was when that was the original return date for your PS4. Right. But, yeah. then, but then you beat it and Delaney was getting antsy. Well, because yeah. her, her friend is replaying through Fallout 4 for like the 10th time. Uh, okay. And so she's like talking about it a lot. And Delaney's like, well, I want to... Play game. Yeah. Nice. No, 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 no. So. More than fair. It was a wonderful loan. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Uh, watch Castle on ABC. Yeah. Oh, there. That's your new bit. Yeah. All right. I could. I'm all in on that one. Uh, and don't shop at Mattress Firm. All right. That's all right. it. That's it.